of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I'm going to focus on the gospel today, and particularly this encounter between Jesus and Nathaniel. Uh, we want to begin with a, a, a hope, an expectation, uh, a longing that, that John's gospel is addressing. It's the longing that's deep in the human heart. It's the longing that... Um, we would be more radiant, uh, that we would, uh, we would be a better version of, a, of the human person, um, that we would have a, a truer and better humanity, and that we would have a truer and better community with each other, uh, a truly human life and a truly human community. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a desire that's deep within the, the human heart. And, and, and even when people lose their grip on God, that this, they, they, this, this hope still uh, presses. Uh, it still urges. Um, the modern era has been a time when uh, people have thought that the new kind of humanity, the new and better and truer human person, and the new and better and truer human community, but they were things that could be brought about by violence in some way. The Nazis had some kind of a vision of this. They hoped that the Superman would appear and that there would be this perfect society that would last for a thousand years. And, of course, it would be necessary to bring it in by violence. Marx thought uh, this. You know, Mao thought this. Pol Pot thought this. Um, as far as I understand it, this is what Hamas is trying to do. This is what ISIS is trying to do, trying to bring about... New, the new set of affairs where people are better and, and the society is better. And the, and the goal is so noble that uh, almost anything can be done in its, in its name. There's a different vision in the scripture. The vision in the scripture is that there is a new humanity and that the truly human life has already come among us and has appeared. One of my favorite commentators, his commentary on the Gospel of John is, the light has come. The true human life has come, it's appeared in our midst, it's available to us. And the true human community has appeared in our midst, and it's available to us. But it's not brought about by the violence of men. And this is something that Martin Luther King knew, his birthday we're going to celebrate on Monday. Not brought about by the violence of men. It's brought about by the nonviolence of God. Not brought about by the violence of men. Brought about by the nonviolence of God. And Nathaniel today is being invited to behold this glorious wonder. Uh, Philip goes and he he tells. Uh, Nathaniel, come and see. I think we've found the Messiah. And Nathaniel, Nathaniel comes. It's an interesting name. It means gift of God. Jesus says, nobody comes to the Father. Nobody comes to me unless the Father sends them. So here's this gift of God that the Father is sending to the Son that he might give him the true human life and make him part of the true human community. And this is true of each one of us here today. 
that we are, we are being gifted by the Father to the Son, that he might give us the true human life and invite us into the true human community. And Jesus sees Nathanael coming, and he says, Behold an Israelite in whom there is no guile. Well, this is one of the things the scriptures do, does. It gives you a whole story in a little, you know, phrase. Who's the man with guile? His, the, Nathaniel has no guile. Well, we immediately think, well, who, who, who is, who, who does have guile? Well, Jacob has guile. Remember Jacob? He tricked his brother, tricked his father-in-law. The brother's on one side, the father-in-law's on the other side. It doesn't look good. He goes to sleep, he has a dream. He's a trickster when he goes to sleep. He has a dream. And the heavens open. In the Bible, heaven is not far away. In the Bible, heaven is near. And the gates of heaven open. And Jacob sees it, and he sees this ladder. And the angels ascending and descending. Isn't that interesting? Well, they're ascending with prayers and sacrifices, and they're descending with blessings. And, and, and Jacob has an encounter with God, and it changes him, and it changes him from somebody who is, with, who is full of guile to someone who is guileless. It changes him from Jacob to Israel, and Israel means the one who wrestles with God, the one who clings to God, and it means the one to whom God clings. So Jesus sees Nathaniel coming, and he says, an Israelite in whom there is no guile, here's somebody who really has an open heart and is really seeking to cling to God and understand who God is and secure God's blessing. Rabbi, how'd you know me? Saw you under the fig tree. Well, what is that? Uh, just could be that, you know, Jesus can see things that are far away. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that he could. I think there's more to it than that. Uh, the figs are a big symbol in the Bible. They're figs in paradise. When they spy out the promised land, they bring back grapes and figs. Uh, when the rabbis teach, they teach under a fig tree. They ponder the scriptures under a fig tree. God has given a promise through the prophet Jeremiah. Shows Jeremiah a vision, another dream. Jeremiah sees figs. Jeremiah says, what are these figs? God says, these are my people. Their sins have overwhelmed them. Their sins have overtaken them. They are separated from me. But I'm going to bring them back. I'm going to bring them home. And I'm going to reveal my glory to them. And this is how the new human being comes to be. When the glory of God is revealed, then you get a new heart. And with that new heart, you have a new desire to please God, to praise the Lord and worship God, and a new desire to love and serve each other. I'm going to bring these people back. I'm going to reveal my glory to them. I'm going to give them a new heart. And they're now going to have a heart that overflows with praise and adoration and with love and service. And they're going to, like the prophet Daniel says, shine like the stars in the morning and be a light to the nations and the glory of my people Israel. That's the promise. That's the promise. That's the fig tree promise. That's what I think is the fig tree promise. And I think that 
I think that Nathaniel was sitting under that promise. And I think that John today is inviting us to come and sit under that promise. That we will be shown the glory of God. That we will encounter the glory of God. And in encountering the glory of God, seeing the glory of God, apprehending the glory of God, dwelling in the presence of the glory of God, our hearts will be transformed and a new kind of human life will well about us by God's gift and by God's grace. So uh, Nathaniel feels like the, the deepest desires of his heart have been recognized. This man knows who I am. We have this elsewhere in the Gospel of John, don't we? Come, come meet the man who told me everything that I've ever done. Rabbi, you must be the Son of God. You must be the King of Israel. He gives him all the Messianic titles. You, don't, you won't really understand. None of them will understand. And we won't understand until we follow the story all the way through. He's right. But what does it really mean to be the Savior, the Christ, the promised one, the one who comes to reveal the glory of God, to transform our hearts, to give us a new kind of human life, a new life with God, a new life with each other, that begins now and that the grave cannot hold. Won't understand it until the death and the resurrection. And Jesus says to him, um, Do you believe? Because uh, I said to you that I saw you under the fig tree. You're going to see. You're going to see the. You're going to see the heavens open. And then it's interesting, uh, as Jesus is talking to Nathaniel uh, in the Greek, it, it starts out in the singular and it quickly shifts to the plural. You're going to see, you're going to see, you and I are going to see. We're going to see the Son of Man. Now, the Son of Man is a figure that is taken from the seventh chapter of the book of Daniel. Daniel is held captive in Babylon. Um, and he's learned, he's yearning for a different kind of life. He's held captive in Babylon. And, um, uh, he has a he has a dream, and in his dream he sees uh, a, a beast, and the beast has got his foot on the neck of the Son of Man. It's a representative kind of human being, uh, a true human being, and the beast has got his foot on the Son of Man, and um, the Son of Man is described very much like the suffering servant in Isaiah 53. And the beast has got his foot on the Son of Man, but the beast is vanquished. And the Son of Man is exalted, and he's put on the throne at the right hand of the Ancient of Days. And all dominion and government is given to him. And he's the one who has the power to create the new human community, the kingdom of Shalom. Nathaniel, you're going to see this, and you're going to see the angels ascend and descend, and everything that happened with, with Jacob, and everything that happened with Daniel, and everything that happened with Jeremiah. That was only that was only the foreshadowing of what you're going to see, and what's going to happen now. And now, Saint John is going to lead us through his gospel. And he's going to give us all these moments when we can encounter the glory of God. And then he's going to lead us up to this final moment.
the moment of the sacrificial death. The moment when Jesus says, now am I glorified, and is my Father glorified. The moment when he spreads out his arms on the hard wood of the cross so that the whole world might come within the reach of his saving embrace. And the moment when we see the beast conquered by seeking, searching, and sacrificial love. And we see the glory of God. We encounter the glory of God in the humiliation of his son. And so his descent is really his ascent. And the cross has hidden within it the power of the resurrection and the the new human life and the new human community will come out of the tomb with you on the third day. That's what they're going to see. They don't understand it until they until they until they come to that that moment. So here we are. We're standing under the fig tree promise with Nathaniel. And the the glory of the Son of Man, the glory of the suffering servant, the 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 glory of the power of God, which is revealed in the nonviolent love of God, is being unveiled, revealed in our midst. And the true human life, when Pilate brings him out, he says, that's Jehomo, the human being. The true human life, the life that he's come to give us, is revealed to us. And St. John says, even put in our hands and upon our lips. So, let's keep company with Nathaniel. Let us abide and dwell in the presence of the glory of God. And let God do his work in us to give us new hearts and to bring forth in us a new kind of way of being a human being and a new kind of way of living with each other. But what uh, does St. Paul says? Let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. In the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.